The floodgates of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rahmat and mercy, Allah's forgiveness, Allah's barakat, blessings and bounties are wide open. And these bounties, these blessings are raining down upon the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the peak season right now. The hadith tarif we learn, inna lillahi lanafahat. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept within the Islamic calendar certain special moments, special times, special places wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy rains down in torrent. And the highlight, the pinnacle, the climax of these moments is the month of Ramadan, the last 10 nights is the month of Ramadan. What am I explaining like the businessman understands when it comes to the peak season, December season. He knows in those two or three weeks what I can make. I won't make for the rest of the year. Even his wife and children know when our father comes home in the evening, he wants a hot meal. He wants to bath and go to bed. He's going to go to work early in the morning. So he understands how much I will exert myself, how much I will push myself. That I will open shop half an hour earlier possibly in the morning. I make sure the shelves are stocked. I'm not understaffed for those days. Because I know what I do in these few weeks will carry me throughout the year. In the same way, Ulama explains this is the December season for you and I. For people of Iman, these last 10 nights of the month of Ramadan, what a person will get the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the forgiveness of Allah. The closeness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he won't get throughout the year. That's why from the beginning of the month of Ramadan till now, respected brothers and elders, whatever ibadah, whatever good amal a person who's been given tawfiq to do, we make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should never forget to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not one page of Quran, not one two rakat of salah we could have done without Allah giving us the ability. So we make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever Allah has given us tawfiq to do, no matter how little it may be. La in shakartum, la azidannakum. Allah has promised that person who will express his gratitude. He will make shukr to me for the bounties and blessings that I give to him. I will give him a chance to do more. I will grant him an increase in his goodness, his good amal. But together with this, we know how much we did and how much we could have done. The opportunities Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us, the nights that Allah gave us, the days Allah gave us, the chances we had to open Quran Sharif, to stand up in Salah, to give sadaqah, to give charity, what we did and what we could have done. But then to ulama saying, we will continue to try, we will continue to make an effort, we will continue to push ourselves to the best of our ability, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness where we fall short. But Allah explained that now that the last two nights have come in, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will judge a person's actions based on how he ends the amal, how he ends the action. The person may feel that I missed out on many opportunities. And how high of life is that month of Ramadan is almost over. I don't know whether I will live till next year. As long as we are breathing, as long as we are seated here, Allah has still given us that opportunity. But now how we push ourselves, how we will exert ourselves in these last few days and moments. Also what we do in these nights and days. We find the nations of the past, Bani Israel, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them lengthy lifespans. It's mentioned hundreds of years that they would know. Sometimes a thousand years. When somebody came to complain to Nabi Ali that gave Bani Israel such long lives. And so much of Ibadah they could engage in. So many chances, so many opportunities Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them in their lives. Allah gave us this Ummah 60, 70, 80 years. Where are we going to get so many opportunities and chances? According to some ulama, based on this, Allah's Allah's mercy that Allah created the night of Qadr, the night of Hawa, which we have been hearing about over the last few days. 
that if a person will find the night of fever, the night of health, he will exert himself, he will push himself, he will engage in ibadat, then the benefit and the reward will be khayrun min alfi that more than a thousand bucks of ibadat, of exertion, he will get the reward in that one night. Allah says, what well, I will do every year. And the reason that mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah will give the exact night hidden from us. Otherwise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made ibadat from that one night, we would have pushed ourselves, exerted ourselves, and the remaining nights of the last ten days of the month of Ramadan would have went away. But I mean, left it ambiguous, left it unclear. Why to give us that opportunity? That search for it each night, whether it be the odd nights or the even nights. But these last 10 nights of the month of Ramadan, ulama have explained, each night is like a flight is taking off and departing. The destination is the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it is up to you and I to walk that night. To put ourselves home, to give ourselves a chance. Ulama explain that person wants to go to some foreign destination. He does all the research, he has the brochures, he books his ticket well in advance, he makes the preparations, he sees the weather, and he puts his everything accordingly, his suitcases are packed, he's got his passports with him, he goes to the airport ahead of time. All the preparations have been done. But when the boarding call is made, he says, I'm very comfortable where I'm sitting, this bench, I don't want to leave, I don't want to stand in the queue. So regardless of all the preparations he has made, but that person will not reach to the destination. He doesn't want to put himself forward. And we have the second person who books his ticket last month. He doesn't even know where he is going to stay when he gets there. He hasn't yet booked accommodation. He doesn't have any food with him. He hasn't even packed his suitcase according to the weather. But he gets to the airport and he stands in the queue. When the booking assessment is made, he joins the queue and he gets onto that plane. So even though he hasn't such a preparation, he will reach his destination. In the same way, these last ten nights, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us for us to put ourselves forward. For us to make that effort from our side to get onto that physical. And then regardless of the preparation we have made from the start of Ramadan till now, but there is hope we will reach our destination. The pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the barakah, the blessings that Allah will give a person. And each person is seeking this. Each, each person is searching for this. We know in our lives the amount of worries and concerns and fears that we have, whether it be for ourselves, our, financi our financial situation, our businesses, when it comes to our wives, our children, our grandchildren. Every day inside is worried. That I must not fall into crime. The economy also is on the downturn. There's so many worries and concerns. Allah says, I'm prepared to give you everything. I'm prepared to shower my blessings upon you. Allah is ready to give. Who is there to take? These nights Allah is ready to give. Allah bin has mentioned the hadith. And this says, every night in the month of Ramadan, a caller calls out, Ya Rabbi al-Khayr al that, oh, seek out, go, 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 come forward now is the time for you to get from Allah. And that person who has the intention to do evil, to restrain yourself. It's just a few days. What you will do will carry you for the rest of the year. So, for us to put ourselves from the respected brothers and elders, just a few guidelines. For us to make the most of these last two nights, and if Allah gives us the tawfiq of Laylatul Qadr, 
Inshallah, if we will focus on this few guidelines, Allah will make it beneficial for us. We will see the benefit in our own lives. The first I explained is that we have to exert ourselves. We have to push ourselves more than we have already in the month of Ramadan. And here it's important for us to understand that we do not have to compare ourselves to anybody else. I do not have to look at somebody who is miles ahead of me. I am reading a few pages of Quran. He's already with so many satans. And then a person becomes despondent that I will really out to reach that level. No. Compare ourselves to all the efforts in the month of Ramadan. If Allah has given me to read two or three pages a day, now in these last 10 days, increase it four or five pages. If I have been taking my full in the masjid and sufficing on that, now add my students and my nephew to it. If I've been reading more, i doing more, push myself a little bit more. Just exert a little bit more. Allah wants to see that effort. to see us shine. to see us putting ourselves forward. And how Nabi Alayhi Salaam would exert himself. Just wants to take some encouragement. Whereas the writer mentions Nabi Alayhi Salaam was sitting up in Salaam, his feet would swell. Ask ourselves, we speak with girls and elders. We hear this, we speak about it. But for us to truly understand what it means, we know we are standing for 20 rakats of Taraweeh Salah right now. And as the month of Ramadan, in the beginning, everyone is excited, everyone wants to stand. As the month progresses, then we know once we get to the 14, 15, 16th then we're hoping that marks up quickly. My legs are paining, I'm tired. I want to give you something to eat. How tired a person becomes? Because he's taken to Armin Sharifin, I'm going to take all of us over and over again. He stands for Tarabi, we have two, two and a half hours of Tarabi, Sarah. And I'm going to so enjoy it, but still, still, doesn't can't wait for it to end, my feet are pain. But still, I say, despite all that pain, not one day that we left the masjid after Tarabi, Sarah, and we found my shoe is not fitting because my feet have swollen. All that pain that goes through our legs and our bodies and our backs. But still, we are able to put on shoes and go and we forget to take it in the next few minutes. What must have meant for Nabi Alayhi Salatu Salam's feet to swell? How he must have exerted himself? And then, in the weak conditions, we are seated in, alhamdulillah, comfortable masjid. There's aircon, soft carpets. The reason Ayesha Allah explains, he says, as a youngster, I would run through the room of Ayesha radiallahu anhu in Medina Manohar. And as a young man, if I would stretch my hands out to either side, I could touch the walls on either side. If I would lift my hand to the ceiling, I could touch the ceiling. That if Nabi wanted to make such that, he had to tap the legs of Aisha radiallahu anha. That cannot be body so there is space for me to make such that. And this was not in the month of Ramadan, this was throughout the And then the last night came, Jadda said, now to be really pushed himself. Now he really exerted himself. He pushed himself to the limit. We can imagine how much we have to do with respect to brothers and elders. In these few days of this Allah has given us. So what is for us to exert ourselves a little bit more than people? Everyone, each person knows his own level and his own capability. We do not need to compare to anybody else. But I am having my own heart within my own mind. Everyone opening the to read. And that sleep begins to come, my eyes are closed. Now push yourself one way, just one way. When a person will do a'amat of sifat of mudahir, when there's difficulty, when he's pushing himself, then Allah will give him. 
So what this was to exert ourselves. Secondly, reflection for a person to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it is absolutely necessary, absolutely imperative that we abandon and give up guna and sin. Whatever evil activities we are involved in, and perhaps even through the month of Ramadan, we couldn't give it up. Now it is important, it is absolutely necessary that we make every effort to give up our guna and sin. Each person knows the skeletons in his closet. But we make a concerted effort. And here I say to assist us, to help us. That when the temptation is there, a person is used to the entire year. What he be watching, watching TV, listening to some music. Someone is addicted to drugs, addicted to the bottle. Some business details that I'm not doing correctly. Or my group, my family, my whatever it may be. Whatever the Buddha, whatever sin a person is involved in. But a person is used to it. It's become his habit for the year. So to assist us, say, just ponder over the temporary nature of the guna and sin. The enjoyment I will get from it is temporary, it's a few minutes. But the everlasting life of Akhirah, and if I do not come on to gain, I do not come on to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we know in this dunya, if a fire has to be lit, we have our family and friends, the dry stand is there, person stands just about too close to the rice stand. How the eyes begin to water. The skin begins to burn and he says, someone else, please take over. I can't handle it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Kul naru jahannama ashaddu harra. The fire is richer than the fire of the people. How are we going to bear it? So ponder the temporary nature of this dunya. That how can I perform the dunya subhanahu wa ta'ala for a few moments of pleasure, a few moments of enjoyment? I'll make every effort to eradicate those blas, those sins from my life. So this is the second thing. Whatever evil happens, evil deeds that person is involved in, that we try our best to give it up now. And as we mentioned, these special moments in the Islamic calendar that Allah has kept, what a person will do here, give him to the rest of the year. It was almost impossible for him to give up that music. It was impossible for him to in the relationship he's involved in. Or a person is addicted to the body, addicted to drugs. His business is running on interest. It was impossible. He couldn't think of how he's going to give it up. My entire life has come out like this. But because I made that effort, I pushed myself in these few days. How am I going to give him the strength the rest of the year? So the second thing is to give up Guna and Sam. Then third, I want to explain, in the dead of night when a person is standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we take time out, one is that we make ibadah. And this we have been hearing throughout the month of Ramadan, that we must make tilawat of Quran, up in salah. The different amal and ibadah that we can engage in, this is on its place. But more than that, what I say is in the dead of night, we raise our hands before Allah and express our regret, our remorse over breaking His commands. A person should express his regret, cry over Allah. Allah wants to see that the regret that remains. The incident is very famous, that person who killed 99 people. And then he goes to the person and he asks him, is there any forgiveness from it? He says, no, 99 murders. A person commits one murder, he's going to go to the fire of the kingdom. A person becomes angry with him, he curses him. So he says, 99 murders, there's no forgiveness for you. So he kills him also 100. 
And then he hears there's a pious person somewhere, he goes to him, is there any forgiveness for me? He says, yes. Just change your environment a little bit. Go to Khania to see him. There's a town very good, his pious people. Go to join the company. Make the Islamic regret remorse for your gunas and says, Allah will forgive you. His end route to that village, Malakul Mood, comes to away his soul. And now the angels are disputing. The angels of the other side, what do do with this person? The angels of punishment are saying, he hasn't made Kuba. Angels of mercy. What will he say? He has to He's on his way to that village. He's about to change his life. Allah's decision, forgive him. Why? Because he made that effort. He put himself forward. As we had mentioned, Allah is willing to give him his death to take. In these nights, respected brothers and elders, whatever we can Allah has the keys to the treasures of dunya and akhirah. When that person is looking for good, when that person is looking for increase in his substance, there's some medical problem, person can't solve it, he's looking for assistance. Somebody hasn't been blessed with children, he wants children. Whatever it is, whatever the problem is, we have, Allah is ready to give it to us now. We do not we'll see another Ramazan, how many Janazas passed in this one year? How many parents have to bury their children, bury their grandchildren? There is no guarantee. But as we said, as long as we are breathing, as long as we are seated here, Allah has given us that opportunity, the chance. The night of maybe tonight, it may be still coming ahead, it may have passed. But we want us to see us put ourselves forward. So let us keep these guidelines in mind by respect to brothers and elders. That firstly, we exert ourselves, push ourselves a little bit. Secondly, that we abstain from guna and sin. Make every effort. If it is bad company that is causing us to do wrong, try and avoid that company. If it is the cell phone, spend the least time as possible on the cell phone in these days and nights. If we don't need to be on the internet, we don't need to be on the internet. We have something that was taking us away. We don't need to be on the internet. And that we cry, we express regret, remorse of our gunas and sins. When we find the truth of the world, the day of Eid will come, but Allah will keep our iman firm. Allah will keep our firm firm because we made that effort. Allah looks at the effort and Allah gives upon that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the feet. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah, Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah, Sayyidul Allahu <laughs> 
واما الاغرار فيشربون من كاس كان مزاجها كافورا هذا قد تعالى في الفقار المزيد والفقار الحميد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله تنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله ان الله خبير بما تعملون وقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ان الدنيا حلوه خضيره وان الله مستخلفكم فيها فينظر كيف تعملون كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا واياكم بما فيه من الايات والذكر الحكيم فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقال تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان ملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم وارض اللهم على الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين ابي بكر وعمر وعثمان بن علي وعن سائر الصحابه والتابعين ربنا اغفر في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الاحقاد وتجاوز عن امه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم عبادا فاقيمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا ضالين وسيق الذين كفروا إلى جهنم زمرا حتى إذا جاءوها فتحت أبوابها وقال لهم خزنتها وقال لهم خزنتها ألم يأتكم رسل منكم يتلون عليكم 
يَتْلُونَ عَلَيْكُمْ آيَاتِ رَبِّكُمْ وَيُنذِرُونَكُمْ لِقَاءَ يَوْمِكُمْ هَذَا قَالُوا بَلَى وَلَكِنْ حَقَّتْ كَلِمَةُ الْعَذَابِ عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ قِيلَ ادْخُلُوا أَبْوَابَ جَهَنَّمَ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا فَبِئْسَ مَثْوَى الْمُتَكَبِّرِينَ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ حَمِدَ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ اللَّهُ الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين وسيق الذين اتقوا ربهم إلى الجنة زمرا حتى إذا جاءوها وفتحت أبوابها وقال لهم خزنتها وقال لهم خزنتها سلام عليكم طبتم فادخلوها قالدين وقالوا الحمد لله الذي صدقنا وعده وأورثنا الأرض نتبوأ من الجنة حيث نشاء فنعم أجر العاملين وترى الملائكة حافين من حول العرش يسبحون يسبحون بحمد ربهم وقضي بينهم بالحق وقيل الحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام أنت السلام تبارك الله الجلال والإكرام لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك له الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منع ولا ينفع بالجد منك الجد برحمتك يا أرحم الله